I'm vengeance. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 111, if I'm correct, the Super Civil Servants Podcast. My name is Greg the Bat Daddy 52, and folks, we're coming to some conclusions on shows this week. We got some new stuff coming out and a whole lot of stuff to talk about. So doing it with me this week is my homeboy, Ross, the Iceman. How you doing, buddy? I'm enjoying the fact that we are all ones, one, 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 episode one, one, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And apparently we also need to be a Doom Patrol therapy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, we're going to get into it when we talk about the show, but Doom Patrol was very, very interesting this week. Um, I have mixed feelings about it, but I, I don't get to it right now. We'll get into Doom Patrol because it was, uh, we're getting close to the end of that. I think, was this the penultimate? Yes, we are. This week? Uh, this was episode eight. We have two more. We got two more. 10 okay, total. So it's, get, it's getting close. I hear you. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, before we get into the regular shows, you want to talk about some trailers and some news, and then we'll just uh, finish it off with the regular stuff. And actually, we got a new show to talk about this week. So uh, let's, let's get started. Huh? Good. Let's do, do it. it. All right, cool. Well, let's get started with some trailers, man. Uh, I actually just watched two of them that I wasn't even aware of until you told me right before the show. So they're kind of fresh in my mind. Let's go with the ones that are a little less fresh. And let's start with that. Uh, start with the Uncharted trailer. Um, you sent this to me the other day. I, I didn't know anything about an Uncharted movie coming out at all, to be truly honest with you. It's not really a franchise that I follow. Um, I've played the game a few times, but it's only because whenever I bought my PlayStation, it was like the Uncharted package, and it came with the game and everything else. Okay, so I played the game for a little while. I think I traded it GameStop or something else, because it was a fun game, but just wasn't my cup of tea, I think. Um, but I could see a movie out of it, especially with the actors they have involved. Uh, what do you think just overall of this trailer? I had heard rumors. I don't know how long ago it had been actually now. Um, you know, we live in this wonderful, strange world where, you know, it's almost like a before COVID and post COVID. Uh, but I, I, this completely just jumped right out of my peripheral. And when I saw that the trailer had popped up, I was. I was actually kind of amazed because to me, it was kind of like a blend. It was a blend mm-hmm. between like national treasure and mm-hmm. almost like mission impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And mm-hmm. so those two things kind of mixed together and I was actually pretty, I, I like Tom Holland. I mean, the guy, right. the guy's a, he's a funny kid and you know, a lot of people can talk about, you know, rank their Spider-Mans all day, but I mean, the guy is an actor. I haven't seen the, um, I haven't seen the movie with, was it him and Ray played in the movie? You know, uh, whatever name is played Ray, um, but they played a movie uh, that came out, and it pretty much I think it's on Hulu right now. Mm-hmm. I completely skipped it, but yeah. not on purpose. This one kind of caught me off guard, and I was like, "This is like straight up National Treasure." Mm-hmm. I, I love the National Treasure movies, better for worse. Yeah, no, I feel you. The story looks like it could be very interesting. It's right there. It definitely looks action-packed enough to keep me entertained. Uh, some of the stuff's a little off the wall, but, I mean, I watch superhero stuff. I can watch off-the-wall stuff all the time. I like Tobey Maguire. Or not Tobey Maguire. Uh, Tom Holland is an actor. I like Tobey Maguire, too. I like Tom Holland as an actor. Um, 
I like him as Spider-Man. I like Mark Wahlberg a lot too. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just not really a lot of Mark Wahlberg movies that I don't like. So uh, it's a good combination to have in a movie, I think. Mm, I think there was one part about the trailer that I had seen that I wanted to spend, I didn't write any notes down when I was doing this. If we keep talking about it, I'm sure I'll remember it. That I was watching and I was like, hmm, that, oh yeah, the, the, the Scottish part at the end, I like little comedy <laughs> with the guys uh, talking trash to him. Because and, and I'm sitting here <laughs> watching I'm like, what the hell is he saying? Um, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, he does have that, that he adds just enough, that little comedic punch in, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to, to, to really pull off scenes like that. So yeah. Uh, Spider-Man in a different role. Cause I have not seen that movie either. Uh, the one with him and uh, I don't know why for the life of me, I can't remember the name of that. Daisy Ridley or yeah. Is Daisy Ridley. Huh? Daisy Ridley. Yeah. All right. About that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I blinked on it for a second. But I mean, yeah, I couldn't even remember right about that. Yeah, uh, I seen walking is the name of the movie. Okay, it came out okay. this year. You know, if I get a free moment of time to watch something new, I will. <laughs> I just, man, there's always if I ever get a moment to watch something new, it's like uh, I set aside times to watch old stuff just so I feel better. Stuff I've already seen. I know that sounds weird, but I have these comfort shows that, like, okay, I I don't want to pay attention to this, but I want something in the background. You know, with, while yep. I'm doing this type thing. Um, no, it stinks. I mean, when you have to pay attention to something, it, it definitely feels like you're using like, I mean, like if I have to use three of my senses, then <laughs> like everything else is taxed. Well, and you know, honestly, that's one of the things for a show for me that I know if I like, if I'm watching it at any point in time, I don't feel like it's like homework. Like I'm watching it like, oh shit. Like what the fuck happens next? It's a good show. Uh, and I had a couple yep. of those this week, so it's going to be fun to talk about. But yeah, the Uncharted trailer, like I said, I've n- never really been a big fan of the games. Uh, not that they're bad Me games. When, when I played them, they were they were fun to play. It's just, you know, I'm just not that, it's just not my type of game. But I'll definitely watch the movie. Uh, I Going into it, not knowing anything about the characters or anything else, like I said, I played the game for, but I think I played Uncharted 4. So by then, they've already established a story and everything else, and I'm just getting this game as it came with the PlayStation. Uh, I don't know anything about it going in, so I'm interested to see some some Fast and the Furious and uh, Mission Impossible type stunts. Uh, You're right about that fun. too. That's mm. that's definitely <laughs> that airplane scene was a little crazy. <laughs> Sitting there trying to jump over mm-hmm. everything. I don't know. I've you know we have we've had the fan question about games that we've kind of glossed over because we were mm. busy one week and then we turned around and. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Sarah couldn't be with us last week or this week. So, uh, I'm not a massive gamer, and as much as I do love seeing all the trailer for games, trailers for games, I, I, I don't get the time to sit around and you know play them, get a chance to, you know, give the thumbs a workout. So mm-hmm. this looks entertaining because I don't know enough about it, and I, I have discovered about myself that that's what I enjoy about things. I want to go into it pretty blind. Yeah, I've stopped diving so deep into stuff lately because it's just more fun to go into it with a little bit of, you know, uh, unawareness of what's going to happen or not knowing what's going to happen. I, I don't think this movie is going to fall into the typical video game movie trope where most of the time movies based off video games are just generally not that good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this one looks like it can be it's very loosely based off the video game. But I don't know anything about the game, so I can't really say that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I didn't really right. know a whole lot about Resident Evil. You know, they had me for like the first couple, and yeah, then after that, making I was like, like nineteen oh. and twenty and twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know every single thing that's going on with it. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. Well, um, 
interesting uh interesting trailer uh february 18th is going to be the 2022 is the movie release so that'll be a fun one hopefully by then theaters will be up and running again to the point where everybody feels comfortable to go to them and that might be one that would be fun just for the action scenes to see in theaters you know I don't know what I'm saying. I love seeing all movies in theaters. I just don't haven't had a chance to get back yet. So uh, let's talk about Buzz Lightyear. So this uh, one is a backstory of the actual character Buzz Lightyear, not as a toy, as the actual person Buzz Lightyear. It seems like the story that the toy is based uh, off of. I mean, I got no qualms. I, I liked the Toy Story movie when it first came out. You know, we were. Yeah. I think you and I were just old enough to we where fifth, we could still grade. appreciate like every bit of it without mm-hmm. like it seeming too crazy. Yeah. And so we, if anything, I'd say that we were probably on the upper cusp of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't say that I, I probably seen the first two. I don't know if I've seen, I are they on four? I think they made four. Yeah. I'm not going to lie in the same so, way. After two, I kind of grew out of it and fell out. Not that they were bad. Just, yeah. you know, and it was kind of, <laughs> it was between my kids. So my kids were not, born before like three and four I, I, I believe i don't know when three and four came out but they just weren't into it when they were younger so i never got back into the toy story franchise yeah they were probably right in the gap of mm. not not knowing anything and it completely passing over right uh i i like the first movie you know i mean the second one i didn't feel like i really needed but i mean should you look at uh was it tim allen and um Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. And I mean, man, what do you say about those? I mean, the voice, talk about like perfect voice casting. <laughs> they are perfect voice casting. And that's what's <laughs> yeah. so funny is, you know, Tim Allen's not the voice in this one. I do. It's yeah. Chris Evans, which yep. I've seen. I, I, I dove into the internet just to ask Google why that might be. And then I saw, I was just like, oh, maybe I don't want to dive into this story. Maybe I just need to accept the fact that it's Chris Evans and just not get my hands because i don't know anything about it i don't know why tim allen's an older guy maybe he refused the role i'm not sure you know i know that will ferrell just refused yeah exactly will ferrell just refused a role for um elf 2 for 29 million dollars so i mean you know actors have their choices to you know if they don't like the story or they're done with something to to get out of it i guess i have no idea why tim allen's done it but chris evans sounds like a guy that could play a younger you know buzz Lightyear. it's not really gonna bother me that much (laughs) either way uh i'm not you know, super in love with his character. Um, but yeah, I'll end up watching it. I'm sure I'll sit down and watch it with my kids. Uh, that's not something I'm going to go see in theaters. I don't have kids in the age that would, you know, really have a good time going to see this in theaters. And this is not one that I particularly would care to go see in theaters, but it is one that I will probably watch at some point in time. When it comes out. It looks entertaining. I mean, yeah. and that's what, yeah. you know, that's, that's what we're about when it comes to discussing all this stuff. Yeah. Entertaining. What's entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I'm entertained by any Buzz Lightyear story. Buzz Lightyear story they want to give me that's not super corny. This does not look super corny. It looks like it has a pretty good uh, backstory. The animation looks pristine. I mean, yeah. you know, for CG, computer graphic, anything and everything. So, you know, uh, to me, it's not a question of why, but why not? Yeah. Well, the good thing is, uh, I don't know anything about Buzz Lightyear, minus the stuff that I watched in Toy Story and a little bit what I remember of Toy Story 2. So going into this, they can tell me whatever they want to tell me, and that's Buzz Lightyear to me. They're building a new character for me. Um. It looks like a movie that if it was live action, I'd watch it, you know, no problem. So if it's a good story, like you said, the animation's there. Let's just check it out. They keep getting so close too. They're so, I mean, besides Buzz Lightyear's gigantic chin, you know, I mean, he's, he makes 
Jay Leno look bad, but <laughs> I, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, they're getting so close. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to do at some point in time. They're running out of ideas before they reboot the actual toy store, the first toy Story again. Cause you know, that's what you do. It's not old enough yet. I think to reboot, but I'm sure they probably will or remake <laughs> not reboot, but uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, you know, buzz Lightyear. I don't know the exact date of this one coming out. Um, but you know, I'm sure we'll hear about it whenever it does. And it'll be something that we gloss over and check out and add to the schedule. So, uh, okay. Two trailers you told me about right before the show started that I watched, uh, was the Cowboy Bebop and the Masters of the Universe. So we'll do them in the order in which I watched them. We'll talk about the Cowboy Bebop trailer. What the fuck, man? <laughs> this is crazy. Like, this is absolutely crazy what I'm about to watch. It looks like it's crazier than Doom Patrol. You know, or, or so maybe I, harder to keep up with. I never watched the, the animated show. And I, I, I mean, that's my fault. But I, I was, I, that was when, like, that show fell perfectly in between, like, me doing, like, restaurant work and, like, staying up until all hours of the night, watching, like, Adult Swim and all that kind of stuff, uh, to actually, like, moving on to, like, anything else i mean like it, like even military like you know all all given hours mm -hmm. uh so i was not privy to the cowboy bebop show when it was in its prime on like adult swim mm -hmm. i mentioned a couple weeks ago i think the trailer for this well it wasn't a trailer they they did the live action credit roll and it was supposed to be like a uh opening credit um i guess kind of like a shot for shot of the animated version okay. and it's supposed to give you an idea of like what you're going to be seeing and never heard a whole lot of stink i mean like even when i talked about it on the show i, I was not expecting anyone to know anything about it right. unless you're like a really hardcore fan um this trailer came out and i was like uh i'm there day one yeah it, it do you remember <clears throat> what was it uh kung fu hustle mm-hmm it was a crazy, like, comedic just take on a movie. And, I mean, Kung Fu Hustle was not a good movie, but it was just funny. Right. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I felt that, like, right off the bat with the music, with, like, everything going on in it. The, the, the reoccurring joke of, like, him wanting to kill the girl, you know, like, can I, can I just kill her a little bit? Can I, right. can I just <laughs> shoot her, like, just enough to, like, make myself feel better? I, I'm... I know nothing about it, but I'm going to mm -hmm. tell you, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to yeah. watch every, every bit of it. Well, it makes me kind of want to go back and watch the show, you know, I'm it sure does, but I don't know if I can. <laughs> yeah. Once again, that's adding more stuff to the schedule of time. Yeah. It's tough to watch, but it yeah. makes me want to, like, like I said, I'm the same way when you showed it to me or told me to check it out and looked at it. Uh, I was right there, like right away. I love different kind of takes on things, different kinds of ways to film things. Uh, the, the different camera angles they use, the way they move the cameras around. This is very like, it, it's almost like they're very moving wide. Yeah. They're moving through a yeah. comic book page. It feels like, and they can move the frames of the comic book page, like really, and not even do they interact with them. Like I was like, that's a very, very interesting take. Like I have no idea anything about anything about cowboy bebop, but I'm there to check this out because it's Netflix. Netflix doesn't usually fail me. I don't see a whole lot of bad yeah. stuff on Netflix. You know? I, mean, uh, I see some pretty good mediocre stuff, but I mean, this right here, this <laughs> does not look good. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. Action looks right there. Um, 
I can't remember the guy's name who's uh who's who's a uh, guy who, uh yeah yeah uh, Zulu <laughs> um, there you um go. but uh, yeah looks fun man uh, definitely gonna check it out uh, what was the date uh November nineteenth so it's coming up real soon uh, we'll cover it on the show uh, it is did it say November nineteenth November nineteenth yeah. Well, I wrote down November 19th. I could be wrong, but I don't know why I would have wrote ah. down if I didn't see that. So. <laughs> well, uh, but, but you know, you know me. So my, my, my list is completely off. It's been a crazy week. So I, heard, I mean, I I've heard. been trying to add things as they come, but sometimes you just can't keep up with the, with the onslaught mm -hmm. of, you know, <laughs> new content coming our way. Oh, yeah. I try to keep a mental checklist and it's just impossible. I mean, in my stuff that I know mm -hmm. that I'm watching, like it's almost impossible to figure out unless I take time to set aside just to go through new to go through news and you know i guess i could do that but why you know but anyway give it the guy's name john cho that's his name mm. john cho sounds familiar but couldn't have guessed it yeah mm -hmm. uh, all right cool well cowboy bebop november 19th we'll probably cover it on the show because it looked really fun i know we're gonna watch it and i'm sure that if you and i are that excited about it i'm sure everybody else that's in our little circle here is very excited about it as well so it shouldn't be an issue but let's talk about masters of the universe this is the last trailer i watched literally seconds before we went live on the show okay the first episodes after i watched like episodes one and two i was like mm, i don't know if i'm gonna like this show then i watched the last episodes the last half of the first part we got and I cannot fucking wait for the next half of the show because they really turned it around for me. It looks fucking awesome. Uh, and then we finally got this trailer here. I felt like the trailer was maybe too revealing of stuff happening. Thank you. You know, I feel like that's a counter to the problems that everyone was giving it come out the with, gate. It's the first half. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I've heard it was a Tila story. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. cool and well. But I mean, you know, why don't you wait for it to evolve? Why don't we all talk about it after we've seen it? Yeah, like I feel like they they gave everything away in this trailer, and maybe mm. they didn't. Um, maybe there's something hidden. And for all we know, this could be the first three, first half of the second half. You know, the first, the third quarter. I don't know, but it feels like they gave a whole lot away. Like they didn't leave a lot to the imagination. Uh, and I'm still gonna. I watch feel like it I just watched the second half in like yeah. that one trailer. Little snippet. Yep. We we could almost break it down. You know, this two and a half minute trailer, break it down. I feel like you've watched the entire second part of it. And once again, but it you looks know, great. It does. It looks really, really good. Uh, you know, even knowing going in what I feel like now, knowing what the story is or where it's gonna go, and I don't feel like I have any surprises. I'm excited to see it. I want to see it happen. I want to see it play out. And once again, they could just be throwing us for a loop. I mean, it could be something totally different. They can be very deceiving with trailers. I've seen a lot of times where I see a trailer and I feel like it's given a lot away and it's only like the first 20 minutes of the movie. And I'm like, well, shit, <laughs> I didn't know anything. And I think you're right. I think this is a counter to what happened with the first half where they didn't, everybody complained they didn't give enough away. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people gave up on it towards, you know, after the first few episodes, but man, it really picked up, really picked up towards the end of that uh, first half. And it looks like we're going to get a conclusion here. And it looks like it's going to go more powerful than we've ever seen anything in this universe. In Eternia. So I think the premise is pretty cool. I think that, yeah. uh, you know, showing that it's more than about the thing that you thought it was about. Mm -hmm. I think that's always important in anything that you follow with. And um, it always puts the idea that uh, if you rely on something in particular, like, 
that's not enough. You have to rely on yourself. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's kind of where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they, I mean, you know, Kevin Smith called it right off the bat when he said that he was feeling completely bad and down and, and like torn up over like everyone saying that it was the Tila show. And then Netflix reminded him that there is no bad press. Like press is press. I mean, like if they're talking about it, they're talking about it. Someone's going to go in and do something. And I'm like, I mean, that's how I've always felt about everything. If someone says that something sucks before they go and watch it, may it sway my opinion, maybe a little bit, but also like what really, you know, makes me walked in with like a fully baked opinion is knowing more than I should have. And rumors are not more than I should have. All right. So, well, for me, the only way I'm going to not watch something that somebody's told me, like, no, this is garbage, is if, like, I'm, I'm just looking for something to watch. Like, if I don't have any movie to watch, but I go to the movie theater and there's this and this and this playing, somebody says, no, don't watch that. It sucks. Okay, cool. I won't watch it then. If I physically go to the movies to watch a movie or turn on whatever streaming service to watch a show or a movie, like, I don't really care what anybody else said about it. Like, I'm here to watch this, and then I'll have my yeah. opinion about it. But you're right. It, it it may, going into it, I may think that. I may think about somebody telling me, oh, well, this part sucks, or this sucks about it, or this, and I'll take note of it whenever I'm watching. Like, ah, it wasn't as bad as they said it was, or my difference in opinion. But, yeah, I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of watching a movie or watching that kind of content. Hey, I'm a Green Lantern fan, you know, so I'm not going to, and I, I champion that every day. I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of it. So. That goes right back to what I've always said. And, you know, I mean, don't let anyone stop you from liking what you like. Why, why bother, why bother letting other people's opinions, you know, have any sway on your own if you don't have a chance? Because if, if that's you, then that's not your opinion as everyone else's. So, right. You're absolutely right, man. I mean, there's no, there's no point in letting somebody ruin something that's good for you. You know, I feel like as kids, it's way easier to let that happen. It's way easier to say that as an adult. Yeah. You know, like, you know, fuck everybody else's opinion. And really is easier whenever you're but whenever you're making that, your own life. It's 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 way easier. So but. if you're an adult and you have kids, then you might as well go ahead and teach that lesson right now. Because the yeah. faster that you figure it out, the faster things are gonna work out for you. hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. So well but I think that's speaking all... of things that you like. Mm. Tell me some stuff I like. We left let's see, last week we left Oh, we talked about a bunch of stuff that we probably didn't need to, but we were definitely talking about Dune. And Dune Part 2 got picked up. Nice. I knew it would. I mean, come on. It, it was too... I, I have not heard one person say bad things about this movie. Now, no. granted, I have not gone to every person I know to ask them what they thought about it. And I honestly, I haven't listened to any reviews on it. Like, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts anymore. You know, I'm because very you like what, get, what you like. You're right. Like exactly. what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about it. You know, I got the guys at work that uh, listen to the show that that were telling me, you know, how much they enjoyed this today about how much they enjoyed that movie. I don't know. If, I don't know if they were on the edge or not thinking think about watching it at all. But you know, I told them I was like, go check it out. And they told me today they watched it last night and how great it was. So I really, really enjoyed the movie. You know, I thought about it. We we did kind of get on a tangent last week when we were talking about Dune. We kind of stopped talking about Dune and started talking about uh, streaming services or something. I can't even remember what else. We got to yeah, stop we, doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we chased a big squirrel. I think we never really came back to Dune. I know we talked a little bit about it, but uh, now that's why I wanted Sarah's opinion on it because, uh, you know, I asked her about it the other day. 
And, you know, her her husband and her son had went and saw it in theaters, and then she actually watched it, uh, I think, through the streaming service at home. But she really enjoyed it. Um, I wanted to, you know, hear, and I'm sure whenever she comes back on, we'll hear what she has to say about it. But uh, like I said, I haven't seen anybody who didn't like it. I know one question I wanted to ask you last week about Dune, since we're just talking about it right now. Sure. Uh, how were how the worms on the old movie? Did it look really bad? Did it look like uh, Starlight they... Pit, kind of? It's, uh, no, the worms actually looked pretty good. They weren't yeah. as, I mean, like they weren't even like as bad as like the Rancor. Um, Cause you know, the Rancor has that like, like, like there's definitely something on top of another scene. Yeah. And so like when you put the two of them together, like one's moving and the other one's not, you know, um, no, they did not look that bad. Uh, I tried to intentionally stay away from it mm-hmm. because of like, what happens in like this version part two, um, which once again, I'm going to go into without knowing. So I'm only going to tell you right now, it, it was pretty good. And actually, uh, like, I mean, assuming that's what Nathan's talking about. He said, you know, for 85 tech, it was still pretty good. Um, I, I can't complain. And I mean, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, Nathan, what's up, man? (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, once again, this this movie, whenever it first started, I didn't know about the the lead. I don't know anything about this lead actor. Uh, he didn't look like somebody that I could like and it could carry the role. But even just towards the end of this movie, I was like, well, OK, I can see this now. They, they they progressed him very good in this movie from where he was in the beginning, which was good because they didn't make him out to be too much of a wimp in the beginning. You know, he's, he's right. strong from the beginning. He just didn't look the part. I guess I need to physically see him do some stuff that wasn't, you know, wussy. To, to really believe he could be this guy. So, which I can't pronounce the name of the one, I guess. <laughs> you I don't ask me that. I'm not even going to remember. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm going to tangent right off of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to say that, that you are going to get part two, um, October 20th of 23. Ooh, wait 23. Uh, and just go ahead and say that what you do have is apparently, and I knew about this before the movie came out, and I completely forgot to mention it last week, was that you're getting a TV show. Oh, nice. You're getting an HBO show of the uh, Dune, the Sisterhood. And that is going to be about the the Bene Gesserit. So the, you know, the girl, the That's woman the who power, told him to put right? the, no, the they're the, Not the power. they're the women that, um, basically protect oh, yes. all of it. Okay. So when you know, stick your hand in the box, for, she's worse. I guess you could call it. Yeah. I, I mean, I would actually, if the force is the voice, then I would say that they are like the equivalent of like potential Jedi. Not okay. like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like that much. So, yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, long time to wait, but you know the show will hold us over between now and then. Um, same actors from the uh, show are gonna be in the uh, movie. Are gonna be in the show? You think, or do we not know yet? I think so. I think a couple, but okay. I don't think you're gonna get any of the main characters. Okay. I believe it's gonna be more about the religion-based um, concept. Okay, you're not but it's gonna, gonna be a like direct a, tie-in to to the movie series. It yeah. will be a tie-in. Yes. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. New, new uh, universe to check out. You know, they advertise it as the new Lord of the Rings, the new Star Wars. So when they say something like that, I'm assuming that they're going to have a lot of shit. But they did a good job. Why not? Give me a lot of shit. Yeah. 
you know, I think the the thing that uh, I think Lord of the Rings was just too far ahead of its time to come out and really do like some major serious uh, world building, you know, to a point to where they could take care of movies and streaming. And I mean, just throw it all together because the universe is so vast Mm -hmm. and Dune is like, well, you know, the time is perfect and someone decided to pick it up. They got some great names behind it. I've heard nothing but great things about all the cinematography and everything behind that movie. And I can't believe that they didn't film part two. I can't. I really can't either. Pick it up. I. I. I mean, were they that? Were they that worried that it wasn't going to be successful? Like, do they have that much? Lack that much faith in themselves? I mean, goodness gracious! I mean, mean, you're asking a guy who doesn't who doesn't sit on the board. So I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Hey, so Nathan says he wants a Dune and Blade Runner 2049 crossover. Yeah. Let's do it. So. Let's get weird. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm excited for it, man. We're going to keep covering what's going on, doing. I'm sure when the show comes out, we'll cover it here. We give you the watch. So let's talk about some news, man. I know there's some big Star Wars news that I want you to walk us into because I got excited when you oh. talked to me about this. Which one did I talk to you about? The Ahsoka news? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's been floating around quite a bit. Um, and I only thought that it was kind of I mean, one. It was controversial because of the way they got delivered. Two, mm-hmm. it was controversial because we're going to be getting Hayden Christensen now in not only one but two new Star Wars properties, both streaming. So uh, it was um, Rosario Dawson welcoming him onto the show, and it was kind of like a like we've heard whispers. You know, uh, actually another piece of news that I sent you like earlier on and finally came true this week was of the same type. It's like, you know, I've heard a little bit, I've heard a little bit, I've heard a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. someone comes out and says something and then you're like, boom, it's in your face. So now you have Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen showing up as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan series, which was, I believe confirmed from Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she made the big stink about it being like the, yeah, the like the the Milla and Vanilla, you know, like the the major fight, the right. thriller in Manila is what they called it. There you go. Let me get the terminology right. But now you have um, now you have Hayden Christensen showing up. If the timeline is correct, I believe it's six years after Return of the Jedi was the Mandalorian. So if that works out then you're looking at Hayden Christensen as a force ghost which I've never understood the force ghost thing so okay. let's talk about it because this is my question I want to ask you because like it sounds really cool like I like the idea you know but what does that do for the timeline like like I I can't possibly in my mind unless you're talking it doesn't about muddle it flashbacks. up yeah it doesn't because we don't know the story yet but but yeah. unless you're talking about flashbacks or force ghosts, that was my in my mind. That's the only way I can think of Hayden Christensen in an Ahsoka show, because and they, they showed us in Clone Wars that the last time they saw each other. Oh, here we go. They, yeah, he just Nathan. popped. That's I'm telling you right now. Wars. Yeah, I was say that's, I where, that's where I learned it. That yeah. more than I want force ghost Anakin. A hundred percent. One hundred percent agree. Nothing but the flashback. I mean, I don't, I don't agree. care how they make it work. You know what? You know what? The biggest negative to this news is 
What's that? Is that when you watch The Mandalorian season two finale episode, no one, like those rumors were tighter than a stripper zipper, okay? No one knew Luke was going to come back. I, Luke yeah, came I back and it yeah. tore the internet a new asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wish this would have done the same thing because you right. know what? I could have dealt with, give me the Obi-Wan news. Let me know what's going on. But then bring him the soak in a way that not only like just blows like your whole entire mind up because you're like, wait, we got him again. He's not in a black suit. Like mm-hmm. this is pre burn. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm saying, you know, Nathan says in the chat room, says he wants the Force Ghost too. I do too, but if I had to choose between the two, I want the uh, yeah, the flashback. I, I, I want to see him. Like you said, I want to see see uh, uh, Sky Guy and, and Snips in, in live action yep. together. That'd be fucking awesome. I, I once again don't know how they would do that because is, Rosario Dawson is playing an older Ahsoka, correct? Yeah, but I Homer. mean... Uh... They but, can her, they can her species is, you know, I mean, totally different. And I think that just shorten the head tail a little bit, right? That's all I got to do. Shorten the head tail a little <laughs> yeah. bit. And be good. You're so. balding. Why are yeah. you balding? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. Um, insane, insane stuff. What was the other Star Wars news you had? Uh, that was pretty much sorry, right off the bat i was just wondering where you were going to go it was like wait a second uh, like how big you're making this very big i got you <laughs> you do this show on friday and like the only thing that gets me is that like i mean i keep up with news all week long so when i write right. it down like on saturday on yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. No, i get it I i'm get like it. oh like i've heard about it already like all week mm-hmm. long yep um uh the only thing else that i have is i got a little bit of marvel and dc news uh pick one which one you go with first let's go with marvel um Marvel, they <laughs> go ahead and groan, get it out because I know you're probably not going to enjoy this one. Just go ahead and groan. All right, we're getting this first two Hawkeye episodes right on the drop, so you're not going to get one, but you can get two. Um, I can deal with that. You may not like Hawkeye. I'm, I, I, I will just go ahead and suck up all of the Marvel information because I'm a fan mm-hmm. of all of it. Um, the other bit was the one that I sent you like a couple weeks back, but now that Bill Murray finally confirmed it, he's going to be in Quantumania. He's going to, it's assumed he's going to play Scott's dad. Okay. Which I could totally see. I mean, if you're going to learn that kind of <laughs> be funny, humor, you might as well learn it from the master. Very true. Very, very true. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. We go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, you know, as far as Hawkeye goes, uh, I'll watch the show for sure. It, it, Hawkeye, I'm looking at like this. It's This is a show I don't need. But right, right. when I watch it, it may be a show that I end up loving. And, and, I, and it very well could blow me away. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't like it. And like I said, I may really love it. It's just one that I feel like I don't need this, you know. But I've seen a lot of things like that that after I've, I've watched it, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm really glad that I got it. Didn't need it, but still haven't watched Black Widow yet. <laughs> Uh, but but I'm Watch going it. to. I, I know I've heard that a lot, so I'm, I'm going to. That once again, it's one of those ones that I just didn't need. But from what I hear, really really enjoy. I'll tell you right it. now, you better hurry up because you, I mean you're about to get Eternals in theater, but on the twelfth you get Shang Chi, Shang Chi, excuse me, on mm-hmm. on Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day. Not to mention whatever else they drop. But um, I mean I'm 
going to watch Chong Chi right on the 12th, you know, as soon as it yeah. shows up. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not like a groundbreaking movie, but it's, it's a good movie. I mean, like it's, you know You're what it is? Widow. Widow. It's the, okay. it's the bridge. It's the bridge between we're out of shows. We're going to get a new one. And we should. Uh, I mean, it may time. not be everyone's cup of tea, but I mean, like I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. You're right. No, I'm we saying that, that's what they, they should. Then they realize that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I have no doubts it's a good movie just based on what I heard from it. It's just one of those ones that I didn't need, but I I, I want to watch it. I need to give it a chance. Uh, and same way with Hawkeye. I, I got a pretty good feeling once I watch it, once I start getting into Hawkeye, I'm going to really enjoy it. Uh, Marvel really doesn't put out a lot of stuff that I don't like that much. So, yeah, I mean. I'll I'm only picking on you, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun, too. Um, when is Hawkeye? You said first two episodes of Drop Win? It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Okay, I think so. Not too far out. Actually, it's the same day as He Man, I believe. It gives me so much stuff to watch, new stuff to watch in one day. Oh no, 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 no! Unless I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Ah, Sunday. True, yeah, true. (laughs) Well, I hope it depends. I might be able to get that weekend off. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, however much you get, post office is always open, buddy. We're always running. But all right, give me the DC news. Oh, hold on, I got um. Oh, you're not finished with Marvel's art. Uh, it's it's minuscule, but Catherine Hahn's not going to do a show that she was going to do, so we may get the WandaVision spinoff of her character sooner. And then I've got that the actually the Eternals has a pretty, pretty low Rotten Tomato score right off the bat. Really, that's with like no one but like critics seeing it. So I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Either. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard that they don't they don't introduce any um, uh, I guess legendary MCU cast, but I mean you know they're trying to like move on and move past. So I'm completely on board. Um, Who knows? I'm game. Like you said, like they haven't done anything to to screw me up yet. So whatever. Eternals looks interesting. Uh, I don't know anything about it at all. Going into, so that's fun going into it. Um, good looking cast. Uh, I just uh, I'm more interested to see how this ties into the MCU than I am anything. Like I've seen a lot of really cool action, a lot of cool creatures, and and I'm excited for that kind of stuff, the story and everything. But I just want to know how it ties into the how it ties into everything and how well they do that. Are they going to leave me more questions after this, or or, or am I going to have some? Uh, I guess closure about some things. So and I, I think they will. We're gonna see that. We may not get this movie, but you know what? I do trust them with, and that's universe building. And um, mm-hmm. I am perfectly fine to let that slowly build. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if they're doing something to set up for a lot of stuff in the future, I'd, I'd be cool with that. And once again, I may not know that right off the bat in the and throughout this movie, but uh, I mean. Said we were just saying Marvel hasn't steered us wrong yet. So, yep. All right, cool. Well, uh, do you have any more MCU or Marvel news? Called MCU now, Marvel news. No, we'll move on to DC. I've got the real simple robot man himself is going to move on to Batgirl as a villain, not robot man, but Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser is going to definitely cast a villain. 
Wow. Okay. And I, from what I know about Doom Patrol, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm fucking on board. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved him as younger as an actor in the movies. He we saw him in like it's Cino Man and all that good stuff, you know. But uh, as, as older as an actor too, man, just like Cliff Steele is a really really good role for him, and he plays it perfectly. <laughs> he plays it yep. perfectly. So, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for that casting. So. Uh, the only other thing is that we have a rumor that Momoa has COVID, so I don't know what that's going to do to the you know, whole entire filming of Aquaman. I mean, Pattinson also had COVID on like the Batman, so right. right. Who knows? I'm sure I'm not in hurting. a couple of weeks we'll hear about yeah how it got held up for however long it's continuing a process. So hopefully that's the case, and we'll see what happens. But, all right. Any more news? That's all I got. Cool. Let's hop into the shows then, man. I say we save the newest one for last and just go ahead and start wrapping up Starter on Doom Patrol. Since it's the only two we got left, man, we have four and then three and then two. And actually now we got three again. Um, let's start with Stargirl. Um, this show is interesting. There are, for me, what gets me about this show is what they choose to have the characters fixate on. And then what they choose other characters either to not give a shit about or, or, or fix it on, you know, like just for instance, like Pat this entire time has been all about justice and doing stuff right. And they pounded in our heads about how, you know, he wasn't a part of that, that murder and how he didn't believe in that kind of stuff, but he's going to go to a hospital with a guy that's in a bed that can't even talk. All he could do is write and talk to him about what a bad guy he can be and, we don't see what he did to this guy, but I, I don't know. I just feel like torture is right up there with killing. Like it's borderline, you know, maybe worse sometimes. So I don't know what he did to this guy that definitely didn't want to drop the charges on Rick, but he did something where he had to lock the door and close the blinds. So I thought that was pretty interesting, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like uh, Yolanda's uh, take on this whole thing. I haven't liked it the whole season. How she's about, you know, uh, I'm the the one who kills. And then now she found out that the old one did it. And she's like, oh, that doesn't make any better. Now we're but everybody wears a suit kills. I just want to be like, look, you fight evil for a living. Like, no, not like, even for a living. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, like if you get involved in this kind of stuff, man, you can't expect nobody to ever die. Right. Like, it just doesn't happen like that. Let's be realistic. Yeah. About, you know, but once again, kids show. I get it. But all in all, this show, um, it's going in a good direction. It's a little bit telegraphed. I think towards the end, we'll see the last couple episodes here and see if uh, see if it is. But uh, I kind of feel like they 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 put it out there too quickly, or not too quickly, but too easy for me to figure out exactly where it was going. They stressed about how the light was going, how it was the thing that could beat them, and how they they pounded in their head and you know in our heads about how Calypso was going to turn them evil and show the evil side of this. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously being really good and the light is what's going to defeat him is not making the decision to make the murder to kill the person you know that's going to be what defeats him uh, and we'll see what happens in the future but i feel like they're telegraphing that a little bit i don't know maybe, maybe me what do you think i think we were just missing um bob marley is the sun is shining and i mean like once the sun shines like everything is fixed you know like the whole kingdom is, is saved uh i took i walked away from this episode thinking that 
the only thing that we were missing was 80s music for a montage because we got the superhero moment where everyone's like gearing up, you know, like they're they're taping up their hockey sticks to go mm-hmm. beat the next team. Putting and the hourglass together, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That part right there actually is like one of my, my, my one things where I'm like, how's that going to work? Yeah, I was thinking to myself too. I was like, if you're – Abercadabra. You know, if, if you know how to do that, why wouldn't you just make a bunch of them? Yeah, I mean, Man, look, like, they made it. They made it. The, the kid is smart, right? But if he's so they, smart, they, they laid that out there. Why is he still rebuilding the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, I, I, there is one more episode, I believe. I believe that's thirteen. Is what they're doing. Okay. And I, I don't want to say that I can't wait for it, but I just, I just go ahead and need it. Need it right now. I just need to go ahead and get. Uh, you're right. Pat made it awkward. Look, it, was he wrong? No, no, not by any means. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, was Cindy wrong in doing what she did? No, but I mean, no one likes Cindy. Everyone wants to stab Cindy, but yes, Cindy's the one with all the knives. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I, I, I fail to reconcile with myself if I should have just binged this whole season mm-hmm. and maybe I would have felt better about it. You know, I didn't think about it like that, but maybe that is, maybe that is what, what, cause like I said, I like the show. Uh, maybe they just don't leave me at good points to where I'm like, Oh shit, what happens next week? Maybe they wrap it up too nicely at the end. Or this one was definitely kind of wrapped up too nicely for it to be, I guess next week's the last episode, this is the penultimate. It was definitely like wrapped up too nicely at the end. Uh, you know, they threw a little twister towards us, but once again, it's one of those things you kind of saw coming. You know, even whenever Cindy's telling Courtney that straight over, telling Yolanda that that's what she's got to do if she's got to release the evil side of her and fight fire with fire. I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I get, I get what you're saying. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think the Jakeem storyline. I'm interested to see what's going on with this. Um, this just seems like two lost kids who have no idea what's happening. Uh, I don't know how I it's going to tie in everything going like on. You're going to get Mike playing Pat, but the Thunderbolt instead of Starman. Yeah. You know, he the guy, he's, kid, he, he's, he's Thunderbolt's guy different... in the chair. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of that may be what they're doing because they definitely don't want to cut him out of the team. But you can't, you've already introduced the character of Jakeem in the first season. So you can't, or at least the name introduce uh so you can't really go away from that now why would you you know uh i don't know star girl's gonna be an interesting ending of the second season i haven't anything to re- get uh renewed for next season do we know anything about that yet i believe it did yeah yeah okay um i was curious about the well i mean we, we got the whole weird scene at the end with Ginny in the bed like completely flipping but what was your take on her picking up the uh, 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 dark snot? I don't the know, re- and it residue. going into the ring. Yeah, so they called it the, the dark residue. Residue. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Well, that's definitely what the goggles called it. Yeah, I don't like what they've done with this character. Uh, I don't. I mean, once again, I, I've never read any any comics or any kind of material with her in it, so I don't know the whole storyline uh, with her and the lantern, but. I, I just don't like it. They, they, it's they're they're giving the the ring too much like human characteristics. They're basically treating the ring like they are the staff. 
it's the magic carpet on Aladdin. You know, like on that. Like she's supposed to power the ring. You know, she's and, and I get that she's learning the ring, and she's learning from not even somebody who is a lantern, which is another thing that kind of blows my mind how she doesn't know anything about any of that stuff. But once again, I don't know any backstory with her. So maybe this is all true. I just personally don't like it. It seems like the ring is a fix all. The ring can smell dark matter. The ring can, it's like the ring can do everything. We'll just have her on her team and train her to be good and you'll never lose. You know, because yeah. apparently the ring, we still haven't seen a suit. You know, no. which once again, and, you know, which I'm, I'm fine with. See a good green lantern suit. Right. Yeah. If they do it right, I'm fine with. Yeah, just, uh, just don't give me a Dr. Midnight. Oh, can I kind of just mention real quick? The actual Dr. Midnight looks much better in that suit than Beth does. They got to give Beth a new suit. But you did see the Dr. Midnight glasses. And like I said last week, I mean, like they were trying to tease like a version three. And, you know, we got we got that, um, you know, my alternate persona or my alter ego has normal glasses because, you know, I don't know if you look at that man's eyes. It's like his eyes. Is he is he blind? I, I don't know enough about his character. Is he blind without like seeing goggles and glasses? Because his 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 eyes got mm-hmm. the, that that blind quality. <laughs> I don't know. Blind it's quality. A nice thing to say, <laughs> yeah. but my no, man can't know. see. Yeah, he he very well could be. Uh, I mean, you know, he's gonna die next episode, right? They're, they're not going to have they're not going to have any any actual memory. Someone has to give their life. Right. I don't think it's going right. to be you know he's, he's going to be with his daughter. Right, he's going to go be with yeah. his daughter. So and he, he's the expendable character they've introduced in the last couple of episodes. To 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for to justify his storyline? Complete yeah, complete his storyline. You know, so I don't know, but yeah, he's going to die next episode. I'd, I'd bet money on it. I honestly didn't think uh, he was going to make it out of Shadowlands. I thought he was going to sacrifice himself so the others could, but they got me on that one. So <laughs> I think that my well, my worst part was at the beginning, and my best part was probably at the end. And my worst part of this episode was why does the staff have to act, act like a dog? Right, because right. staff the magic carpet literally on the was going around. I don't remember the dog's name, but yeah, it was literally going around with the dog. Like I want Cheetos. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Courtney's home, Courtney's home, Courtney's home. Right. Uh, but at the end, we got dark Courtney. And I was like, oh, I'm here for that. Give me dark Courtney. I liked the look. I did like yeah. the look. I mean, you know, the, the black and white's cool anyway. And you had just that little bit of color into it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I like the look. So so I'm assuming in the end, they're going to have to come together to defeat Courtney in the end without killing her, obviously. Uh, so how do you think they're going to go about that? Because they've been talking about him not being, having a host. Do you think he's going to make Courtney his new host in the last episode? Maybe Dr. Midnight's going to like take the glasses off, take the goggles off and give them to her. I don't know. I'm just, I'm spitballing. (laughs) Yeah. And once again, we did just see a clip, like a snippet of that picture. It may not even be something that actually happens. It may be what they have to try to prevent. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Final episode now. He said, "Look, Nathan said he gave up on Star oh, Wars CW. Well. That yeah, uh, it's it's they did see, they did they did Yeah, it's just it's one of those ones. I've been there since the beginning. Um, you know, it hasn't been bad <laughs> enough for, for me. To, yeah, exactly. It hasn't been bad <laughs> enough for me to to uh, to to want to quit it yet. But like most CW shows, if if I get it right, about midway through next season, it's going to be like, do I really want to watch this anymore?" Like, because that's usually the way CW shows go. About midway through season three, it's like, eh, 
And then if it makes it to season seven or eight, then maybe it's going to pick back up at them. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, Stargirl. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. There's so much stuff out there. It's, you got to make cuts. Sorry. You got to make cuts. And you still got to play, you know, to start. If you're one of these shows, you got to be a starter to be on the show. So uh, we'll see what happens. You know, um, finale next week. And then uh, I don't know when season three comes out, but we have quite a while between now and then. I'm sure lots of stuff between now and then. All right, let's talk. So, unless, do you have something else you want to say about Stargirl? Nope. Okay. Look, Sarah says she already spoke her piece about the teenage self-righteousness. Yes. 100% agree. That's that's the biggest. But I haven't had enough. Come back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. Let's talk about some Doom Patrol. I, for the last, like, three or four episodes, I've been really asking myself with this show, like, is this really something I can follow? Is this really something I want to watch? Because I, I just... I just don't have enough to grasp onto other than, you know, good acting, funny scenes. I like the characters. I don't have enough to quite grasp onto. And then like last week it started to kind of come together a little bit. And then this week I watched it and I had to ask myself, I think I sent you a message after I got on watching. I was like, I can't decide if this is the best episode of this season or if I, I need to process it a little more and figure, but figure out what's going on. Um, I think for, after thinking about it for storyline, and cohesiveness of everything, me understanding a little more about how the hell this is all happening. Yes, it was the the most, I guess, the easiest to understand episode. Everything came together like like I had this question and this question is, and they pulled them all in and they put them right here. And it's like, okay, I only have a couple questions out there still, and maybe it'll get answered in the next episode. I'm not sure. Looks like it's going to be, um, but but they just did a really good job tying things together. Now, you know, there's the therapy session and all kinds of stuff. This episode's about feelings and really getting to know the characters. Uh, but it, for me is making this season work because I started to think for a little while, this season just going off the rails and I don't know if I can follow it, but this episode started to really, to really get it. And look, Sarah even says right here, doom patrol is losing me. Sarah, I don't know if you watched this week's episode, but it's, it, they're starting to pull it up. It's like lacing up shoes. Like they're, they're, they're making that final pool. They're about to start tie, tying it up. So, um, yeah. Got a new member in the chat here. Stars? Staz? I don't know. How exactly how to pronounce that? Howdy. <laughs> so, Doom Patrol, man, what was your thoughts on this week? I, like I said, I think this might have been one of the best episodes of the season just because it's coming together. What did you think? You know I love this show. Mm-hmm. I, If there's anything that that gets me it is the complete randomness that is this show mm-hmm. i am all in and i don't care um th- i think that the writers and the whole entire direction definitely gave us a fantastic culmination start on mm-hmm. episode seven like oh, wait, this is no episode eight so we yeah. have nine nine and ten right um we have two more episodes left and they started, you know what? It's going to sound mean, but you know what Titans didn't do for me? What's that? Uh, get me to completion because they sure didn't do that. Uh, Doom Patrol is working their way with still having two episodes left mm-hmm. and getting me the story, combining all of these crazy ass puzzle pieces into something that makes sense. Right. And, are they giving me everything? No, you just said it. They're not doing something that it's going to unfold every last little bit because clearly when you make a show 
you want the finale to tie everything. You know, I mean, right. if you're going to put that James Bond tie on at the end, you need it to be at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was here for every bit of this. I thought that it was crazy. I thought that what they did with the, they give you sub personas of these people. Mm-hmm. So not like the main version of themselves, but different versions of themselves that they have to deal, excuse me, deal with. And is it weird? Absolutely. Is it crazy? Once again, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Does it work? Yes, it does. I mean, the cyber thing was weird because it wasn't actually him, but I mean, you know, here we get to see all the versions of the characters. And mm-hmm. I even I, at the very end of the episode, I don't remember if it was the director or the writer. I believe it was the director. It said that for the whole entire thing, for Jane's little vision that she had, came from the fact that if crazy Jane went to all these mental institutions, when she was in them, they would drug her up. And right. when they would drug her up, they'd sit her in front of a TV and she'd sit there like a vegetable, drooling from the mouth, watching kids' shows. Mm-hmm. And then that's what uh, Kay actually got to that's how she visioned like like her perfect world would be Mm -hmm. her sitting there on sesame street or underground avenue and Mm -hmm. actually have this this whole entire thought and i'm like that's so stupid it's genius yeah like because when you when you explain that nice little bit it gives you like the you realize that they're trying to go like quad dimensional with all of these characters. They're not trying to keep them very simple and basic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jane's already like on a level that, you know, we don't normally see this right here was fantastic. It was yeah. so weird that I bought into it without asking, but that's what the show does for me. Like they push that envelope to a point where I'm like, I have questions, but I'm going to hold them till the end. Yeah. And this was yeah. spot on. Yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of the way it's it's been for me. I've been asking a lot of questions and I wasn't sure if they were going to get answered because the show's just been really really strange. They did a really good job of spinning this merry-go-round really fast to the point where I felt like I was going to get slung off and now it's slowing down. I can pull myself back in a little bit. Um Jane and Rita are the two characters that I have the most questions about still because I think Jane is the most difficult to understand with the underground the other personalities and I still, you know, maybe it's just being time travel. That I just maybe I just don't understand time travel. That's what I'm gonna chalk it up to because every time you involve time travel in something, I get really yeah. confused, you know. And maybe, like I said, maybe I have my own set of rules in my head. <clears throat> but I don't know how this is all coming together with the the uh the Rita story. Um because I don't know how she got to where she's at and how like it just it's just so confusing. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's gonna be a little more explanation. I thought they were kind of giving me that this episode, but they really didn't. You just saw her time traveling again back to the future then not explaining how she kept her well actually we don't know where she went to i guess I, I, that's what i'm saying i don't know but she shows up in the end this is really really strange i don't i don't get that um and i don't get um i'm trying to figure out what's going on look sarah says odd that i understand jane more than the others oh uh, yeah maybe i don't know i mean i understand jane i don't understand what happened to her in this episode because in this episode it feels like everybody in the underground is gone like maybe Kay has dismissed all these personalities and now but wouldn't that just leave jane jane is Kay, right or is she Kay and jane is her more adult personality so is she 
Kanau? The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the part that I'm confused about. Um, you know, K Cyborg, is K, and in this episode, she definitely said that you know she was she was tired of Jane's shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean it's mm. it's it's going to be interesting how they how they have this because Jane doesn't really have any superpowers other than without the uh, other personalities, does she? So. I, I don't want to begin to touch that because, I mean, my knowledge on that is very minimal. But, I mean, I will tell you that the fact that her personalities have superpowers is pretty amazing in itself. Yeah. I, I you can't argue with the results, I believe, is one of the situations I would <laughs> pin this next to. Yeah. Um, there's just something, you know, and actually, so you brought it up, talking about time travel. I was stuck in a infinite loop time like conundrum mm-hmm. with like read about brought the time machine back, mm-hmm. but then like the brain and the monkey figured out how to create the time machine. So they recreated the time machine based off the one that she brought back. And like, I'm like, wait, chicken or egg? Like, right. like hold on. Then I was like, don't, don't even. Don't bother. And that, that's just, my issue. That's, that's just my issue. And go with it. <laughs> was she there for thirty years? Is that what they're they're implying? Yep. Because they said that whenever she was like, "Well, when I landed here thirty years ago," I'm like, "You that was supposed to be thirty years you were there." Like, wow, I, I didn't realize it was that amount of time. That's crazy. She lived a whole yep. another life, basically. So she In showed past. up. It was 1917 was the name of that episode, 1917 Patrol. She showed okay. up during World War One, and I don't remember the exact year, but I believe they were pushing World War Two in this one. Okay. I mean, dude, like, I don't, I don't know what you say about that. I mean, like, she's there. Like, she doesn't age. Like I said, she's the blob. Ever since she's been the blob, she doesn't age. But, I mean, like, her memories are her memory showed back up in the time machine. Mm-hmm. So she got back in the time machine. You're talking, I, I'm fine with not explaining it, but if I start to explain it, then things get weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I agree because it's one of those causal things. Like somebody was already sent there to stop the eternal flagellant, but Rita hadn't even gone back in time yet. She's what initiated. Like it's just it. You're right. When she started to think about it, it's like what, what the fuck. Better just not to ask questions. I think. You're right. You're gonna get to a certain point where things start getting really, where, where you cross a line between <laughs> what you want reality to be, you know, right? Like, right. like it could be. I guess because yeah. I mean we're not, we can't actually say reality, but yeah. So of all the characters that we saw today, I think the only one, because okay, the, the Eternal Flatulent came, which ended up being like a, a lot. I don't know. They played it up really big the whole season, and then it was just kind of like, well, and we don't even know if it's over yet. Like, I'm assuming it's over. We don't even know if it's over yet. It just seemed like really easy to defeat, and I guess the only way to defeat it was to have a breakthrough. But it seems to me the only character that had a breakthrough in the entire group of people was uh, the guy playing... Um, Cyborg, the superhero, and uh, oh, well, the, uh, the, oh god, was he Colonel General? I can't remember, but th- th- that that character right, yeah. and uh, and Larry, everybody else didn't have a breakthrough. 
You know, uh, Jane lost all her her uh, the people in the ground. She has no idea what's going on. No idea where Kay's at. Uh, Cliff and uh, Cliff and Cliff were fighting back and forth with each other, and they basically said "fuck you" and left. Like I, I don't really know what's happening. And then Rita, I don't know what's going on. With Rita, like I said, that that's that's the one that's up in the air for me. But maybe they'll pull that in for me. I don't know. I just didn't think that anybody got any kind of closure. You know, you don't get. I don't think it's so much breakthrough as much as it is like air out like your feelings. Yeah, because you have Kay finally telling Jane that, like Jane's holding Kay back. You got Cliff who is finally telling Robot Man. I don't know. You got you know that whole situation is essentially like you can't be so selfish. Like now you're being selfish with your daughter's child. Mm-hmm. Or you're not being selfish. You're, hold on, I don't know the best way to say that. You're being selfish, and it's causing you to not spend time with your grandchild. I guess the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, if dude, let's be honest. Like, if he was leaving his daughter in the back seat of this car every single time he's going to party, what the hell? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, like up. I mean, like. How do you how do you reconcile that as a child? I'm mean, like, like I, I know some pretty horrible stories about like where the kids have been treated. But I mean, like that's pretty that's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Look, I love my kids, and anybody who's out there that has kids knows there's moments where you do want to just pull your hair out, and there's moments where you do. But I've just never actually done that. Like my goodness gracious, like I, I don't get how anybody do it. And once again, it's supposed, that's what you're supposed to feel. That's, that's what they want you to feel. That is like how they, they want you to, to hate this character for that. And they want him to hate himself for that. So, you know, it sucks. I, I, I couldn't, I didn't think that's where they were going with that. Like whenever they first show, go to his clip, I think they're just, I thought they were just going to do with him and the cheating on his wife. You know, and I yeah. thought, well, that's bad enough, you know? Uh, but you know, then of course the stripper talks about the little girl in the back seat, And I was like, Oh wow. They are really, really, Take it somewhere with this one. Um, Walking in like she's talking about some Walmart shopper who left their headlights on. I don't know if you're the person to talk to about this, but uh, there's some little kid in the backseat back there. <laughs> right. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And Larry and the Larva. We still don't know anything about this. Uh, like I said, I oh, think they're setting that up. That sounds like a TV season. show in itself. It does. A radio show. <laughs> Larry and the Larva. Kids book. Uh, I don't know if there's – I think they're setting up something for next season. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I really thought that we were gonna see Dorothy again this season, but she gone. Yeah, no, I didn't. I feel like they they gave enough reason to push her off. Yeah, you know, I mean, let, let's be honest. Like, how many of these characters actually eat? And I always saw them making food in like season one and season two. Like they're making all these sandwiches and like all this other stuff, like in bowls. I'm like, wait, Larry doesn't eat. Ro- Robot Man doesn't eat. Um. Cyborg. I don't know. Cyborg Shit. eats. I guess it does. Yeah. But, so I kept on seeing that and I'm like, well, you know, she's gone. So now we don't need sandwiches anymore, except unless <laughs> Rita's just going to eat all of them. It's true. Um, that I, I, about I that. didn't <laughs> think that we, Oh no. Like, I don't know why it sticks out in my brain. It's pretty good. Maybe because there's always hungry mouths and you're like, just wait. True. Um, I thought that this episode really left the well I mean I'll stick with Larry for a minute like watching him turn around and like like 
rock his little tumor, like after mm-hmm. like he came to terms like with his old self and new self, and like how much he needs to love something, like watching him do that. But the biggest, no, not even the biggest. You know, you have Jane. She shows up to the underground, like everyone's missing, and everyone, you know, she gets told that like you know everyone's gone. That's not a big deal. Cliff is, I think. Cliff is just like a standard 30 day delay on understanding things compared to everyone else. Yeah. But the biggest one would be Vic. Yes. You have Vic wake up. Vic's got a couple scars on him, which look healed. I don't understand. He's got scars that look healed and all of his tech is gone. You know, it's it's not, I guess, that Kmart suit didn't leave scars on it. It was probably easy to take off. They just have to snap the buttons off in the back and pull it off. A couple of zippers. Yeah, actually, yeah. you're probably right. It's yeah. probably snaps. It's probably not even zippers. Yeah. We're not paying YKK. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that, that was interesting the way they left him because I thought before, well, no, I guess that does make sense because when he got taken away, he was in the waiting room of the, the place. So I guess, yeah, that does make sense that he would show No, up. he was on the table when he got taken away. Was he? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but I'm going to bring up something that um, it's probably going to be an unpopular opinion. Uh, and that little shit throwing all those toys on the ground. Uh, his dad didn't need to sit there and say what he said. His dad probably just needed to backhand him and be like, I don't know what you think you're doing, but looking at toys does not involve throwing them on the ground. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because here's the thing. The point they're trying to make is a completely mm-hmm. valid point. And I completely understand a little yep. black kid walking through a store and wanting to see a superhero toy that, that looks like him. I completely understand that. But, but spoiled kid. Yeah. The second you start taking the ones that you don't like and just throwing them on the floor, you're damn right. Somebody needs to come yoke you up. Like, like maybe yep. you shouldn't be the store manager, but your dad should. And like I said, I totally get where you're coming from, but there's no need to just start throwing them on the floor. And, and nothing mm-hmm. was said about that at all. Nothing at all. They didn't mention one thing about stepping on the floor. I was like, come on, man. Really? I would have sacrificed a whole day of my life and been like, you know what we're going to (laughs) do? We're going to clean this store top to bottom. Get to working. Yeah. I am. But but like I said, I completely understand the point they're trying to make with that scene. And and I agree with it. But just some of it, I was like, well, okay. But, you know, I can look past that. No big deal. I didn't. But I I did. I did notice that myself. And I was like, that's not good parenting. I don't feel. Just get on. Yeah. Pow, right in the kisser. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else about Doom Patrol this week? We got two more episodes of oh, the way it ended. You know, Rita and uh what's old girl's name? Oh yeah, Lord DeMille. Yeah. Madame Rouge, because kind apparently I can't going pay yeah. attention to subtitles, but yeah. <laughs> but they they just kind of meet face to face at the end there. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be an interesting uh, situation, especially since uh, she had her in that chokehold earlier. <laughs> Which I don't care if she changed to look like you're Boyfriend, she killed. Keep choking her out. You know the it's not him. Keep choking a, her out. That's a total mix-up. I mean, they're they're completely doing like a whole misdirection, like with who's who and who changed and what faces looks like who and blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm really trying. I'm really interested on in seeing how they're gonna like finish tying that whole thing together. So it makes me wonder. It, it like you're right. Is Rita the bad guy of this season? Like, could she well, be? Here we are using art as the, you know, eternal flagellant mm-hmm. or flagellation. Uh, I, I, 
I don't want to say how many artists do you know that wanted to like destroy the world, but I mean, like this seems like a little severe. <laughs> well, remember, they weren't trying to destroy the world. They were trying no, to. No. They, they were trying yeah. to make everybody realize the evilness inside them, so that way they could become better people. Which realistically is not a, like a, a you know an evil plan or like a bad idea. Right. Now, once again, going about it the way you go about it <laughs> is different. You know, Thanos is not wrong. The way he goes about it is wrong, you know, like there's certain things. So, it's efficient. Uh, right. It's efficient. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see, like I said, because I was kind of getting those vibes toward the end. I was like, I think they might be making Rita the, the bad guy in this. And and maybe she doesn't even realize she's the bad guy. But I don't know. Doom Patrol continues to uh, keep me guessing on what's going to happen next mainly because what I've seen so far in these episodes, I haven't been able to tie together. Now it's starting to come together. Um, I have a better idea of where it looks like they're kind of going in the end, but I still have a lot of stuff up in the air, which is a good thing to, to know going into the finale. I don't want to know everything that's going to happen. Like, I feel like I'm starting to feel about Stargirl. I feel like I know what's going to happen in the end. I don't feel like I know what's going to happen in Doom Patrol because I just finally felt like I caught up to what's going on. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. But I'm a fan of it. Yeah, yeah I'm a fan. It, it, it's a good show. Uh, hmm. All right. Well, we got uh, two weeks in the finale. Let's talk about. Good. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, why don't you go ahead and give me your lowdown? You just give me a minute, but you go ahead and give me your lowdown on our next show. Yeah, the first episode. Prodigy. All right, let's do it. So, new show coming out. Not coming out. Came out. Uh, this is a Nickelodeon animated show. It's on Paramount Plus. It is a Star Trek animated show. It is geared towards children. Um, it is definitely, well, I don't want to say it's, it's, it's got a, a younger mindset kind of storyline because the storyline is actually really on point. I got a lot of Star Wars, Clone Wars vibes out of it. Um, I haven't watched Rebels yet, but I assume it's kind of the same way. The animation was on point. And this one actually had me tied up where like I, I, I wanted to like watch it and like stop it and go do something, but I couldn't because I had to keep seeing what was going to happen next. Cause it really did interest me in like, okay, what's going to happen next. The only problem with it is I'm not a big star Trek guy. Not that I don't like it. Just that I've never done a whole lot of stuff with star Trek. I'm trying to get more into it. The entire time I'm watching this, I'm trying to picture where it's at in the timeline of star Wars. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's not going to work, <laughs> you know, or waiting to see some star Wars characters. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna work. So I said, I got a very star Wars vibe out of this. I think this is a show that, kids could definitely get into i think that's true adults get into uh but you know my daughter just found out that i had paramount plus for the first time don't know why i've had it for a few months but as soon as she signed up for it, she started flipping through the shows and she saw this and said, you should check that out you'd really like it and i'm interested to see if she does and what her thoughts are on it but um overall uh once again the animation's right there uh i like the characters um there's not a lot of questions i have um right off the bat like things they left in the air that I, I was like well that doesn't make any sense this doesn't make any sense like it i'm going into this fresh not knowing anything about this world the only thing i do know i think is the character they revealed at the very end um i've seen her before and i'm sure we'll talk about that as we go into it uh but and i actually saw her just flipping through paramount plus looking at stuff <laughs> so i saw her on the cover of voyager things so like oh okay they're tying this in i see um but i don't know anything yet about um species if there's any characters they've introduced that are known characters or that are, if this is a completely new uh, to, to, to the Star Trek universe, like um, you would be able to answer that better for me and Sarah would as well. Like, is this all new stuff? Do we know anything about this show? The, characters so the show? show, the show is definitely a 
Well, like we described it previously, um, it's a kickoff. It's a kickoff that gets, uh, just like you described it, you know, kids your kid's age into Star Trek. Uh, very little knowledge necessary. Mm-hmm. It Really, the only thing that you get from this part one, part two kickoff is that there are Federation starships. Mm-hmm. There's a prisoner planet and that there are, there's a translator. Yeah. You know, there's, right. there's a universal translator. You know, mm-hmm. they, they show you that uh, standard is what they call the, the, the language. Basic. Yeah. Of <laughs> English. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, they say that, and I don't remember the main character's name because I know that he's got an apostrophe in there and I don't really care a whole lot for those. Dak is what they call him, but I don't know the whole yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, his species is unknown. Right. And they mentioned that a couple of times, which means it's yep. going to be a big deal in this show. So, I think they're doing it to kind of give you something new. I mean, because they have to give you something new in order for, I guess, other Trek fans to like kind of get into it. Right. Because, you know, like I, I am completely 150,000% with Sarah. Like Lower Decks is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like – if you're a Star Trek fan, man, every five seconds they got something to tickle parts of you that you forgot existed. Mm. And this right here, this gives you something new. Um, it, it's funny you talk about Paramount Plus, like your kid's not paying attention to it because I mean, like, I never made it a big thing. Like, Paramount Plus was for me. Like, I I got back onto it because I wanted to watch the shows, but like now everyone's like clamoring, like, well, why can't you log me in? I want to watch blah, blah, blah. Um, between this lower decks, everything else that you get, Star Trek. Star Trek is what's. I don't. That is probably only my personal opinion, but I feel like Star Trek is kind of holding Paramount Plus up to a certain point. I think they're holding that genre up with them. I think like Paramount, you know, they got Star Trek, yeah. and then Disney got Star Wars and Marvel, and 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 um, the Warner Brothers got you know DC. Or HBO Max. So, so like everybody's kind of putting their stakes in the, the franchises that they're going to control and, and have power with. So, yeah, they've definitely done a lot of Star Trek stuff, though, on Paramount Plus. Yeah. And I think that you're going to get, you know, you can get more shows come back to Paramount. But right now you have this. And, you know, this is very, um, you say Clone Wars. I mean, I watch Rebels. I thought Rebels was definitely more of a, line to kind of tie it to mm-hmm. uh the first episode they call it the two-parter i'm assuming that we're only going to get 20-ish minute episodes of this show going forward right um it was definitely a this is going to kind of go back to our video game question but did you ever play fallen order star star wars fallen order mm-hmm. so like like that the whole premise of the kickoff of that video game was you know here you have a character on a prisoner planet doing prisoner style things slave things and you know then we push forward from there Mm -hmm. that's what we got on this it was definitely more geared towards kids it was simple it was funny i mean uh the guy that plays were you a big uh the league fan on fx Mm -hmm. No. 
fantasy football. Oh, it's a fantastic show. You got to watch that show for one of your TV shows. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. The league is awesome. Hmm. Um, well, have you seen oh, Parks and Rec? Yeah. Uh, and so bits and pieces. I haven't watched it all the way through, but yeah, I've seen bits and pieces part of it. Den- Dennis Feinstein. So mm-hmm. the guy who plays John Ralphio, not John Ralphio. Oh, excuse me. The guy that plays uh, Ralphie, uh, one of the brothers on the league. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember the guy's name, but he voices the engineers. Okay. I mean, the dude's hilarious and he's all over the place. Oh, fucking. Some of the best one-liners too. But he's probably the biggest name in this show. Okay. Uh, the character that you saw that you were talking about, they brought up at the very end of the episode. That was captain Janeway. Captain Janeway was voiced by the original captain Janeway character. Okay. She is uh, reprising her role. What we're going to see in my opinion is a kid who has enough wit to actually kind of like not really be captain, but to, to make the, the closest calls possible mm-hmm. to lead other people into doing something. And they're going to minimally, you know, man, this star cruiser starship and captain Janeway is playing the, uh, holographic robot persona. She's the alpha five. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she's going to lead, lead them into their first season is the way that I feel that it is going to happen right now. Yeah. It, it, is it entertaining? Yes. Uh, you brought up, I think you said uh, in one of the chat, I was busy earlier. So the chat was just da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. On point. I, yeah. 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 I, I, I really do. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And maybe it's just today's day and age. You know, I don't think we're going to see crappy animation with just about anything anymore. It's going to be really rare to see really bad animation. Better not. Yeah, there's absolutely no reason not to. Um, character, the main character, Dak, uh, kind of young Han Solo-ish is, is a good way to kind of describe him. Like, And I think the way you said it, you know, witty enough to just push things just enough to the edge and get people to follow him. I think it's kind of what they're going for. Um yeah, realistically, like, like you were saying before, there's nothing about this as Star Trek at all, except for the few little things. And if you're not even a Star Trek fan, I wouldn't even have thought about the the prison planet. I didn't think about that as a Star Trek thing because I didn't know that was a Star Trek thing. The first thing I saw was the communicator. And then, of course, the yeah. shape of the ship. So what it looks like to me um, from from what I see from this episode is there's the main guy who runs the prison. Okay. And he is there looking for this ship. Correct. Yeah. They, they find this ship. And from what I'm understanding, I guess did the Federation just leave ships in random places for people to find and like pristine condition. Like I am willing to bet this ship has some sort of history and that's what they're going to hold that. Like that's going to be the season one, season two protagonist. Okay. Right? Okay. And cause I don't know what the red stuff is all the gems and diamonds and everything else they were mining. Right. Yeah. But uh, clearly what they were trying to do was get to the ship. That's what uh, the girl's father, the man who's heading the slave planet is all about. But man, let's talk about his droid, his number two. That's not his daughter because Mm -hmm. that thing went straight on from like, I follow the rules to, like a 
deadly assassin. I actually, the only thing that I could probably relate it to was like a straight up general grievous style. Just like, ta, 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 ta. I mean, he went sick. He straight up like mm-hmm. formed a weapon out of his hands. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and it was badass. You do this at like, all times. Yeah. And you're just Why now doing wouldn't it. you? Escalation yeah. of force, man. Escalate. Yeah. You know, don't, don't have to pull it out. Don't do it. You know, they can only afford <laughs> the animations of that scene that one time. No, uh, no I, I agree with you. It always blows my mind when characters have powers like that and they don't use them a lot. But it was badass to see. It was a badass gun he pulled out of his hand. Um, yeah, you're right. It was very General Grievous-like. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, you know, there's only so many things you can do with these stories. You know, I mean, it's 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 still original. It's it's. But there, you're going to see similarities whenever you have any of this stuff. I mean, we're going to see similarities with Dune, with Star Wars and Star Trek, I'm sure, throughout all this stuff. So it's just the way it is. But uh, yeah, it was a good character to compare it to. I'm trying to think. I, I want to know more about the main bad guy because he was the guy at the very end. That's the father of the, the girl who I'm assuming is going to end up being good. They kidnapped her and she doesn't look like she's uh, you know, a good guy right now, but I'm assuming she's going to end up being good. He was the one at the very end that said, get my ship, right? So now he's going to leave. Yeah, so. He doesn't look like he can leave. Yeah, he looks like he's kind of Darth Vader out of the suit. Yep. Type deal. Um, but he said, get my ship. He's the big bad, I'm assuming, for this season. It's what they is really kind of set up for. Which, At least the, right now, I guess. I will tell you, uh, felt appropriate. It did not feel like they were uh, overplaying their hand. Mm-hmm. If this is season one, then I mean, like, this is your, this is your reader repulse, you know, like, right. this is your, this is your character that like, this is big and bad enough for season one to be a problem. Yeah. And then you can build, which is fantastic because I am all about the proper stepping stones. Mm-hmm. Let's work towards <laughs> no, I golden boots, you know, like, let, let, yes. let's get there. Yes. Get, give me all the necessary steps. If I don't want to jump and know anything else about what you have planned for season three, four, five, blah, blah, blah. I want season one. And that felt appropriate. It felt mm-hmm. like what they were going to do was say, Hey, this guy wanted this ship. He knew something about it. And then I think that where they're going to leave this season is him not getting this ship and them learning maybe like a 10th of what they need to know about this ship. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Which it's towards the end of bringing in the Federation. Yeah. You know, cause I wonder if they're going to bring in any of the Federation with any of this stuff. Like I would look at it as a season of the, the, the season being about them escaping him. And yep. then at the end of the season, meeting the Federation figuring out, cause you're right. It's not anything they should go on missions without. And they even said that whenever they got out, he's like, all right, where to? And he's just like, ah, well, <laughs> There. Yeah. Didn't really think it's three. You know, it's kind of Guardians of the Galaxy style. Like, we don't really have anything to do. So, um, but they set it up really well. Uh, good first episode, first two episodes, I guess. Are, so, are, in, the, in the number count, are they going to consider that episode one and two? In the number count of episodes, you think? It's part one and two. So, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if that's really going to hold a whole lot of weight in this. Right. And I'm assuming so, they're going to, like you said, this was a 46-minute episode. I'm assuming with the regular one, it's going to be like 22, 23-minute episodes. So yeah. that'll make sense. Which is okay. I mean, it, it feels right for like probably what they're trying to achieve. No, so, I agree 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing with, uh, what's it called? Uh, Lower Decks is 23-minute, 22, 23-minute episodes, and it works perfect. You know, good enough to tell a quick little story and, and get me out of there. So, 
but I will tell you only because we're on a show that starts with the word star. Don't skimp on Star Wars Rebels because it is a good show. And I don't want to tell you to take anything away from this one, but Mm -hmm. you can plow through episodes. And I mean, like we're going to get a whole lot of Star Wars coming up soon. No. And that's probably something that you want to check out. Yeah. Well, I I did watch the first episode of Rebels a few months back and I just never got into the rest of it. So I want to really want to. Yeah, I will. You're right. Star big Star Wars stuff is coming up. It's always towards the end of the year. Big Star Wars stuff comes up. So yeah, I'm um, ready, man. Um, Yeah. Back to the Star Trek, the prodigy, man, really, really enjoying the show. Uh, Didn't go into it with any expectations. Don't have any expectations moving forward, but I, do like where they're going or I do like what I've seen so far and I will continue to watch the next episode, especially like I said, they're 20 minute episodes, you know, easy to knock watch out. Them, watch them with your kids, man. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Like dive in it because you know, last week you were saying that, you know, you didn't think this show was going to be for you after a couple of weeks of when you jump on it. And I understand like the, I understand thinking and not thinking because mm-hmm. uh, I knew what this show was going to try to be. Right. And I was wondering with your, with your interest in it, like it, it, it's a very easy in and it may help you understand certain things versus mm-hmm. like watching multiple seasons of like all of these other shows that exist. Right. So uh, it's, it's if nothing else, you know, we can let a couple episodes build and come back and, you know, if we figure idea. out, if we figure out how long the actual season is going to be, we can revisit it halfway through and, um, you know, check and see what's going on with it. Okay. It's not like a, I would say that you probably want to watch discovery. Discovery okay. is a good show. And if you want to spend your time watching something, discovery may be it. Okay. But what you're going to come back to, you know, we, I, I, I keep revisiting this moment where, Sarah basically said, like, you know, she doesn't know what to watch, but, you know, like, I kept on saying, like, we're about to get flooded, like, flooded mm-hmm. with content. And uh, I feel like half the time I want to start this show off by saying, hi, my name is Ross. I am a content addict. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, and go from there mm-hmm. because uh, we're getting it. I mean, all over every last appendage. And, by the time we turn around and finish something, we're on to something else, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. We live in the heyday. Like this is the best time like for streaming. Turn around. We're going to get an MCU show. We're going to get a Star Trek show. We're going to turn around. We're going to get another Star Wars show. I mean, like we are just piggybacking one off the other. Mm-hmm. And to take Prodigy and make it like a prime example of a show to talk about, I'm full and on board with, but kiddo you got a slate oh yeah oh i know and that slate is full yeah there's it's always full man there, there's always so much stuff coming on and what's funny is like i gotta watch some things and i've just gotta start looking at some things and watch the first little bit and see if i like it enough to continue but the problem with that is i've watched so many things where i didn't like the first three or four episodes and then it picked up and i started to like it you know so it's like well i don't want to give up on something so quickly but you do raise a good point you know once this first season's over, you could probably binge this whole first season in three hours. I'd be willing to bet three, four hours. Okay. Uh, with Discovery, I'm gonna. I've got a lot of catching up to do on Discovery. Oh. Hour long episodes. They're already through three seasons, right? So they're about to start season four. Is it? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a lot of catching up to do. And that is a great show. Uh, I got accidentally hooked on that show the first episode and just like, man, this is fucking amazing. And it was so amazing that I haven't gone back to watch it again yet. But no, it's <laughs> time-wise, yeah. It, 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 it's really, really interesting. I, I want to check it out. And um, hopefully it's something I'm going to be able to catch up on to be able to watch the new, se- the new season when it comes out and go on here. Because there's a lot of stuff, man. Like you said, it's endless content. And even on this show, when we first started this, man, we started this show with Endgame. Or no, no, not Endgame. No. Uh, Infinity War. Uh, Endgame and... No, no, it wasn't. Endgame. You guys started it, it with was, It was Endgame, that's right, because I was underwhelmed with Endgame the first time I saw it. Endgame and Umbrella Academy. Yeah, and we haven't run out of content, even through COVID, of stuff to cover. Because the thing was, even when we were low on content, there's... 100 years of stuff that came out for us that we can talk about. So content will never be short. You know, even if there's nothing new coming out, which hopefully will never happen, um, there's always a ton of stuff to watch and talk about. And we're here to do it, you know? Good stuff, man. Was well, there anything else you want to say about Prodigy? I'd highly recommend it. I'm going to see if my daughters want to watch it, uh, watch it together. Um, if you're a Star Trek fan, even if you're not a Star Trek fan, like I said, th- this didn't get any Star Trek vibes to me at all. Uh Ex- minus it's, the community. It's a good shoe-in. Yeah. It's a good shoe-in. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. If so. you don't need the history, if you don't need, because, I mean, I would say right now, like, Star Trek has a really good, really good history. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's all reachable and connectable. And, I mean, it's, Star Trek has always been the sleeper in my category. If there's something that, like, I've watched and I've enjoyed... I, there are tons of things that I bring up before Star Trek, but man, Star Trek is always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, this is a real good way. I think this is a fantastic way to do what years of Star Wars animation has done. But even then you kind of needed the foreknowledge here. I think they're kind of providing the, the foreknowledge for you. Right. And it's a, it's a, it's a great thing. Yeah. Well, even with the Star Wars animation, the Star Wars animation was tied directly into main storylines in the OG Star right. Wars universe. Whereas it doesn't seem like I haven't seen it yet. It doesn't seem like this is. It seems like this one's in the universe, but it's a totally different story. I don't even nothing about it. Just go in and enjoy it. So, which is really, really cool. Like, I don't think I've seen a Star Wars show that's like that. I mean, you could do that with Star Wars. There's, they built a big enough universe where you definitely could. I just don't think I've seen anything like that. There's always some kind of way it ties into the Skywalker saga. Always something. And you know. It's been their best horrible drawback. I agree. I agree, because there's so many more stories I can tell. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, dude, that's all we had on the slate for tonight. Um got some shows ending next week, got some shows getting closer to ending next week. And after next week we'll be into November, rather getting closer to some really good stuff. I'm I'm really excited about uh, Shang Chi. I'm really excited about um, uh, the Matrix movie coming out. Man, there's so much good stuff coming out in the future. It's gonna be really really fun. Masters of the Universe, Cowboy Bebop. Like, you're right, dude. We live in a, a great time to to absorb content. <laughs> I I'm glad I'm not a kid in this time because I would have never got kid stuff done whenever you know i was a kid now i don't have to get kid stuff done i'm an adult so this is my kid yeah stuff. all right man well uh let's go ahead and get out of here then uh i gotta get up let's speaking of adult i'm like five hours i gotta be able to work uh ross we're, ha- we're half our time from last week there you go <laughs> <laughs> ross they can't find you anywhere unless they talk to me right to get a hold of you that is 
Correct. If you've got a question for him, just hit me up and I will uh, ask him the question and see if we can get an answer maybe on the show. We'll see what's up. Oh, so you can find me at the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter. It's my personal handle or check out at SCS Podcast One on Twitter. It's the only two forms of social media. It's really the only way to get a hold of me. Uh, if you got any questions, you want to hop the show and talk about something, or you just want to, you know, shoot the shit and be a friend, I'm there. Check it out. But uh, for those of you still listening, I appreciate it. Uh, share with a friend, like, subscribe, all that good stuff you're supposed to say whenever you're broadcasting the stuff that everybody says at the end. So till next week, y'all keep at him. <laughs> Later.